It's the end of the week. But the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 101.9. You ready? The Fox. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Welcome to another show. I'm pumped. Are you pumped, Luke? I'm very pumped. I got beef with Drake Lewis. I didn't want to come out here just throwing fists that early. Really? Like, like you? did you have beef with him, like dinner, or do you, are you angry with him? Because that's more of a rapper thing to have beef. Are you a rapper? No. No? But I have beef did you with, have the dinner rapper? with him? <laughs> no? No. So it's more of more no of like meat a, was shared with Drake. More of a, an issue then. I think you can only call it beef if Hang you're on. also a rapper. Let's start the show again. You say, hey okay. guys, I'm pumped. All right. Hey guys, Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Welcome to the show. I'm pumped. Luke, are you pumped? Guys, I got a minor issue with Drake. <laughs> so, that's nowhere near as exciting. It's not as exciting, but it's much more accurate, and I think that it really preserves the, the immaculate Yeah, but no one's sticking around after a song to hear a minor issue about Drake. Guys, but if I said, hey, I got mad beef with Drake, mm. everyone's like, whoa, I'm going to stick around for that mad hey, beef. Well, let's test that theory. Guys, after this, we're going to be discussing a very minor issue with Drake. We so have stick a, around we have for that. We're going to pickle with him. <laughs> we're going to pick a bone with Drake. After this, it's Luca Lewis on the phone. Not a beef bone, just a regular bone. <laughs> Amy Shark says hi also. I don't have beef with Amy Shark. We are a very pro Amy Shark show, Lewis. No, but she I d- shared our video, so yeah. I'm, I'm very pro Amy Shark. But I have beef with Drake, another big player in the music biz. And he's never shared any of our videos. No, he, and that's why. <laughs> that's my beef. No, I've, uh, you're right, it's not beef, it's a minor issue with mm. Drake's new album. 25 tracks on his new album, Scorpion. And that's, that's, what you're, that's what you're angry about. Too many tracks. That's did, a double album. Well, did you know that Drake's actually responded to your minor issue with a bit no. of beef of his own? This is what he had to say in response. Hey, thanks, Mike. Sorry, guys. I pressed the wrong button. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, if you're new to the show, this ain't nothing new. Yeah, I no, mean, you're new to new. us, but this is classic us. I've got Are it you now ready? If you okay. Do it again. You know what? You know what? You messing up the button made me. Uh, it made me. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm really upset at you, mate, because you just you just messed up hey, our show. If say I didn't actually realize what you're planning there, and you know what. <laughs> You just ruined like a three out of ten joke. So really, you <laughs> kind of saved us there. No, because... is that what you had planned? So you were like, "Oh, you know what?" Drake responds to that, and then you and then get it Drake saying, upset. "I'm upset." The joke, yeah, the joke there. We could try and redo the joke if you'd like to hear. I it. I don't think we should have ever done it. So doing it twice is a yeah, I lot. Think that's worse. a good call. Hey, Mike, thanks very much. I'm actually, I'm actually not upset, but Drake. Is. Now I've got beef with you, Mike, and Drake. No, no, no. You Man. have. A- you have an issue with me because you're not around. Now I'm pretty okay. pro-Drake because Drake doesn't make mistakes. No, look, I agree with you, Luke, that uh, 25 tracks, that's way too long for it's an album. It's too long. I mean, I want to check out his album, but I don't have that kind of time on my hands. I've got time for 10 to 12 tracks, which is a regular album. Well, that's what an album is, right? And Kanye's done the opposite thing with his most recent album is only seven tracks. That's not an album. That's like an L- an EP. That's an EP. And I was just looking during the song, because we were listening to Amy Shark, and I was like, oh, Amy Shark has an EP, Night Thinker. That's six tracks. Six and that's tracks. fair enough. And, she's and that's only re- one track short of Kanye's new album. Yeah, and she's going to release an album that has about 12, yeah. I think. 10 so- to 12 is general album range, 5 to 7 is general EP range, and 18 plus, double album. But 25 tracks, that's- Drake, you know what that makes me? Oh, no, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, you know when you... <laughs> you know when you button push it? The joke it was never funny. But... <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't for the joke. I was just testing Mike's check. reflex skills, and you know what? Mike's reflex skills—they make me. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you suck at your job, man. What are you doing? 
you got to give me a warning if you want to do oh, more sound man. effects. Okay, next I'm going to do a sound effect. I'll say warning, Mike. I'm about to make a sound effect themed joke. Are you ready? And if you confirm, then we can do the joke, even though us doing that will ruin the joke. Just for you, man. Thanks. So... Look, I was going to bring up another issue I had with Drake, but now my main beef is with this whole show. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, let's go to another song. (laughs) Luca Lewis on the Vox. (laughs) We're talking about the Logies. Well, not exactly the event. More importantly, the gift bag that gets handed out to the nominees. Yeah, the Logies are on tonight uh, up at the Gold Coast this year. Um, Mm. And... I guess lots of people, you might be thinking, oh, Logies, done, done hearing about it, don't care. We we agree. The Gold Coast has had like a spectacular run of prestigious events. I mean, first you got the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Amazing. Everyone wants to go to that and watch it on TV. Then you got the Logies. Everyone wants to to go to that and watch it on TV. Good on the Gold Coast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Throwing a lot of shade over there. (laughs) I'm not. I, I I love the Logies. And that's why I'm so bummed we're doing this show. Yeah. <laughs> and I think one of the uh, part that, that's become, I guess, over-publicized, uh, an over-publicized part of the Logies is yeah. obviously the Gold Logie nominees get a lot of press. But one thing that you often hear about is the gift bags that people get given as they enter the Logies. Yeah, because for some reason, all of the nominees just get gift bags. And this happens at other uh, events, like the Oscars get a gift bag. But looking at the Oscars gift bag versus the Logies gift bag, it's so different. Like, I think the Oscars last year, or whenever they did it, the gift bag itself was worth about $130,000 in total. Yeah, you probably get a but Porsche in this, the gift bag. <laughs> this one looks just like something you'd find at the Melbourne show. Actually, yeah. not that good. Because they're well, giving it out for free instead of for 20 We bucks. have a list of items that are on the uh, Logies gift bag this year, and we want to start our own uh, Logies award ceremony here called the Logies Gift Bag Logies, where yeah. we actually <laughs> announce the winner for the worst item in the Logies gift bag. And let me tell you guys, it is a tough competition because there is a lot of rubbish yeah. in this bag. Before Luke- the show, we had to narrow it down to the top six nominations in this year's Logies gift bag Logies. And I've got to tell you, I, like these are, I mean, these are, this is some stuff that, this is real landfill. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we have here, we've got six gifts. We've got uh, a personalized luggage tag, some quirky bamboo socks, a pastel candle valued between 29 or 39 For some reason, they couldn't figure Does it out. Does that mean some people are getting a cheaper pastel candle? Mm, maybe. Uh, there's also an eye pillow, some shea butter hand cream. But I think what really stands out, <laughs> for some reason in the Logie's gift bag, there's a frozen pizza. <laughs> Why is there a frozen pizza? I mean, I would hate receiving a non-frozen pizza in a Logie's gift bag. Well, do you have to carry the bag around every, or does it get put into a freezer? Because otherwise know. you're going to, I mean, you'll get the frozen you're pizza, have but a by the time you pizza. leave, you'll get like a soggy, uncooked pizza yeah. in your bag folded up with like some shea butter hand cream. Yeah, Carl Stanovic's going to be walking around with a big soggy pizza. <laughs> And no, no one wants to hear that. So I guess what we're going to do here, and to make this, uh, I guess, fair to all the items that we've narrowed it down to, Mm. I think we need to narrow it down to a top two ourselves and then throw to an Instagram poll. And then after the break, we'll officially award the Logies gift bag Logies, of which is the worst item in the Logies gift bag this year. So I'm thinking we're definitely feeling frozen pizza as a contender. Yeah, I think that's almost definitely. It's because it's worst. the only thing in the bag that could get soggy. Yeah. And 
you, you don't, don't want, want a, you don't want a soggy gift. So, but I think what we should eliminate is things that have potential uses. So, a candle, while it might not be everyone's cup of tea, I mean, you see, could, I'd hate to receive that, but you could resale twenty nine to thirty nine dollars. That's true. So you got to think about that. Well, I reckon that's the use. Either you sell it or you use it for the morning after yeah. in the bathroom after you've had a hectic Logies night. Mm. Yeah, or if Grant Denyer does a bit of a, you know, windy smell afterwards or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so that's the use for that. Quirky bamboo socks. That was just socks. an example, by the way. I'm yeah. not trying to imply that Grant Denyer is particularly windy. We haven't whiffed him yet. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we get a chance, we'll whiff Grant and then we'll get back to you. Um, quirky bamboo socks. I think there's a use for them. You could wear them. I think the eye pillow is a bad thing to receive. Isn't mm. a pillow just an eye pillow? What well, is an eye pillow? I don't know. I think it's for when you wake up and your eyes are puffy so you can make it less puffy. But doesn't that just happen when you have a shower? I think, I reckon it's probably the frozen pizza in the eye pillow that are like the worst gifts. What would you? you I would probably like to receive quirky bamboo socks. Wait, they're not literally made out of bamboo, are they? Yeah. Because that would be an uncomfortable sock. You can make fabric out of bamboo. Oh, cool. <laughs> I was just thinking like raw bamboo, you know, the panda stuff. <laughs> Never mind. I was like, that would be a one quirky sock. <laughs> Um, well, I think we, I reckon it's the frozen pizza All in right. the eye pillow. So we'll nail that down. To order, in order to vote for uh, the Logies gift bag Logies this year, just head over to the uh, Luke and Lewis Instagram story. We'll mm. chuck a vote up there now. It's between the frozen pizza and the eye pillow. I guess may the worst item win. Yep. So this is the Logies gift bag First Logies. annual, by the way. We'll be doing this yearly now. Yep. I hope, I, I think this might cancel out us from ever getting invited and receiving <laughs> a gift bag, but we'll still run oh, it Oh, mate, we're year. not missing out on much. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox, and we're doing this. We want a tandem bicycle. We want a tandem bike. We want our boss to pay for it. Yeah, that is what we'd like. That's right, guys. We're talking about our tandem bike. We finally got one. We went on our maiden voyage uh, a couple of days ago. Well, yesterday. It was even. yesterday. Um, and oh, I'm just so blown away by how much fun it was. I've forgotten time and space itself. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. So if you haven't been listening to the show, haven't caught up, essentially what's happened is Fox FM have bought all the other shows, all the three main shows on the network. The Are you saying show, that we're not a main show? It, well, no, that's what Fox FM have said. Oh, okay. Which I I completely yes. disagree with. Just because we're on once a week on Sunday nights, minimum wage, doesn't yeah. mean we're not an integral part of this network. So they have bought all the uh, big shows, breakfast show and the drive shows, all a Fox branded Jeep. So they yeah. go around, they kind of promote things, you know, Vibe. It's all about the vibe that you got people that they're called Black Thunder Pilots, the people who drive them around. Which can I just they're at say? Beaches, they're handing out paddle pops, they're bringing up the vibe, and it's good stuff. A Jeep is not a helicopter, so you're not a pilot, okay? Yeah. At best, you're a driver. You're at best an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they've been going around promoting all of these other networks, and we were just like, hey, where's our Jeep? So we immediately demanded a Jeep from our boss. Yep. He told us no. So we thought, all right, we'll buy a cheaper mode of transport. How about a tandem bike? Yes, because there's two of us on the show. We couldn't buy a singular bike, then we'd have to ride separately, mm. and we wouldn't want anyone to get lost. Ex- so <laughs> Exactly. We bought a tandem bike, and... We've got that. We had it in the studio last week. It's called the Silver Fox. Uh, We decked it out with glow sticks, um, which I realized we prematurely cracked those glow sticks. Yeah, we cracked the glow sticks last week while we were putting them on. So they were just cheap ones from Coles. So by the time we actually had to ride the thing, it was just like 
plastic. Yeah, it, it was a bit sad. Yeah. Um, but uh, that, yeah, so we, they weren't glowing on the day because um, no. yeah, we prematurely cracked them. But uh, we had cardboard kind of like and stickers just to let people know Permanent that we marker. were coming. It's I a, mean, it's not really like a professional decal job from an auto shop, but no. it's pretty good. Yeah, it was like kind of like the uh, budget. You know, like the cars in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't we, anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no neons, no burnouts. No. We tried a couple of burnouts. I don't think we could get up to the speed that yeah. we needed to do a burnout. But our boss gave us uh, a budget of one hundred dollars to buy the tandem bike. Turns out, after weeks of searching, our video guy Tripod Todd had a tandem bike in his garage. Yeah. So not only did we waste about four <laughs> weeks looking for a tandem bike, we also kind of even out by saving a hundred dollars. And we're still going to invoice our boss. Yeah, and all that time searching for a company bike, I just realized was on company money so so hey we're coming out on top aren't we <laughs> well uh, yeah half a no i mean yes we have a tandem bike yeah i mean if we invoice them for the money but the main thing we wanted to get at the end of this was we were getting judged even once we got the tandem bike by all the black thunder pilots and all the other staff here going yeah cool you've got your tandem bike still not as good as our jeeps so i think they were just talking bad about us because they were threatened personally yeah. really i mean they were just jealous they're like oh no this is so much You're cooler like, oh, look than at Jeep. these environmentally conscious boys on their pedal machine <laughs> it's like oh man they've got two seats we've got five that's yeah. way too many seats exactly so what we did was we challenged the jeep drivers to to a, a pr off who could give away the most cans of Coke on the street? We went out. We went on opposite sides of the street. They yeah. had, the Jeep had two, 24, 48 cans of Coke. We had 48. We said, hey, whoever can give away the most cans of Coke becomes the, uh, the champion yes. vehicle. There was two people in the Jeep giving away uh, uh, cans of Coke, and there was two, and there was two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we were just trying to see if our tandem bike would attract more people to give away the cans of Coke, you know, see if our branding was just as good. Um, and I guess we'll find out how it went after the break, Lewis. Look, I'll, the only clue I'll give is it definitely attracted a lot more stares and ridicule. But um, look, you guys will hear how it you went You just gave this. it away. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the middle of our tandem bike saga. And uh, we went out earlier yesterday for half an hour. We set a challenge with the uh, Black Thunder Jeeps. Who could give away the most cans of Coke in half an hour? Yes, uh, it was the Luke and Lewis tandem bike versus the Jeep. Who could attract more attention, I guess? Mm-hmm. And uh, the challenge was set, and I guess this is how it went. It was a cool winter's day as we rode our brand new tandem bike out onto the busy street. And then we finally came face to face with our arch nemesis, the Fox FM Black Thunder Jeep Pilots. Well, well, well. Break, break, break. If it isn't the the Fifi Favorite Byron Jeep. What, you guys didn't pedal here? How many seats you got in there? Five? Losers. So we're down here in South Melbourne with the Fox Black Thunder Pilots. Big Fish and Hutcho are their code names. Yeah, Welcome. They've, they've uh, official code names, so I feel like we need code names. So we'll be we'll be Longboy and Kmart model. <laughs> but yeah, so are you guys giving out Coke cans to the public here? This is our domain. This is you've stepped into our environment. So yeah, how, how does it feel? We're going to destroy your environment, just like your Jeep destroys the environment of the world. How do you? You're not even going to be able to hold the cocaine. So you, you, you struggle enough to ride this with two hands. We're taking on the Brecky Show at the moment. I reckon we're going to come out and talk. Yeah. We're, we're number one Sunday night show. Six between six to eight. Just I think we're also very, very specific. specific. Yeah, Ash London kills us afterwards. <laughs> After we decided upon the rules of engagement, we strapped on our children's bike helmets and tried to ride the tandem bike across the road to a mixed response from the general public. Does not look safe. What'd she say? It doesn't look safe. Doesn't look safe. She's got a point. (laughs) 
I thought she was laughing at your big stupid Jeep. <laughs> we were stationed on opposite sides of the road and ready to go. Alright, producer James is about to start the competition. We are on the other side of the road, opposite the Black Thunder Pilots. We are the Silver Fox Cyclists. All Let's right. see who's stand? creating better vibes. Starting the comp in three, two, one. The challenge had only just begun and already Lewis was trying to cheat. Hey, who wants a carton of Coke? 24 cans. I'll give you the whole box in one go. Hey, man, do you want another can of Coke? Yeah, there you go, man. How many can you carry? Oh, okay. Three is fine. Three is fine. All right. The Jeep pilots gave him one. We gave him two. That's value for money. Luke, would you like a can of Coke? Uh, yeah, I'll take that. There you go, Would man. you like one? Yeah, awesome. All right, that's right. two more. Nah, cool. Still got them. Oh, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a tram full of thirsty passengers pulled up right next to us. Oh, tram, tram. A tram's just pulled up. Three cans of Coke for tram passengers only. Sorry, tram passengers only. We're giving three cans of Coke. The challenge was only halfway through, but already a bitter rivalry had formed between us and the Black Thunder Jeep pilots. Anyone else want a free can of Coke? Whatever you do, though, I know you're about to cross the road. Do not take one from them. Don't there. take any from okay. those guys. I think they're giving away Diet Pepsi, so do not want that. Take it out. No, no, no. We're official. They're chumps. They're fake. Hey, we told you not to take cans. All taking cans. Ridiculous. We were going strong early, averaging a 6 cc p.m. What's cc? A co- Coke cans per minute. Ah, oh, of course. Everyone knows that. Anyway, the Black Thunder pilots were starting to get cocky. And rightly so. They were absolutely smashing us. We're in a competition with uh, the guys across the road, but they're absolutely no match. Nothing. Nothing. Hey, boys. How you going? Yeah, pretty good. We're, we're cutting down. We're about one and a half, so hurry up. Meanwhile, a thirsty old man crossed the road for a can of Coke and kindly gave me a flower in return. Free Coke. Two. Two. Yeah, there they are. Have a flower. And a flower in return. I, I wasn't sure what he wanted me to do with the flower until he said this. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> oh, he was a thirsty old man, wasn't he? Things weren't looking good, but luckily, an easily influenced man with an empty trolley rolled up on the street next to us. We unloaded literally half a carton of coke in his trolley. You've got a lot of room in your basket for some coke. There you go, man. Just load it up. Would you like us to just load it up? Why not? (laughs) Unfortunately, our second-hand tandem bike covered in cardboard, used glow sticks and stickers was turning potential customers away. I don't think it was the tandem bike. I think it was because it was leaned up against a bin. Probably a bit of both, actually. Yeah, yeah don't, don't let the boys know, but we've got five left. Oh, gosh. Like, Are these the last five cans yeah, in your hands? This is it. This is it. From 48, we've got five, four left. So what's your strategy to get rid of them? Just be the friendly, handsome guys you are? Absolutely. That's, That's all we do on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> Five minutes later, it was all over. The Black Thunder Jeep pilots gave out their final can, and we still had an entire carton to go. Well done, mate. You've won. Thank you very much. The Jeep won. Thank you very much. Uh, Even though we cheated, we put a whole carton in some guy's basket, you still beat us. Yeah, oh, I sent Hacho home, like, right after it started, because I knew we wouldn't beat him. (laughs) Did did the other guy leave? Yeah, he's gone. (laughs) We got beaten by one person. got beaten by a big fish. That's right, man. we got to go anyway, so... uh, Do you want to leave? No, no, we, no. We, got, we got a lift. We're oh. good. Do you want a Coke, though? Yeah, I'll take a Coke. Yeah, great. Coke. We have heaps left. Right. R- race you back to the station. Guys, we're back in the studio. We've still got our tandem bike and heaps of Coke. So if you want a Coke, hit us up. Yes. Because <laughs> we, we got smashed. I think, I think uh, we were wrong. Uh, we were talking a big game last week saying that our tandem bike would create a better vibe and would attract mm. more customers than a Fox-branded Jeep. 
Apparently, people like big, shiny, expensive things of yeah. value. <laughs> well, <laughs> which is disappointing. Well, you know what this means, Luke? Now that we've done this month-long experiment, I think we have grounds for the station to purchase us a Jeep. <laughs> so I think we should just convert and we get our own Jeep. Yeah, so and we, we just invoice this. them for the tan and bike go. And Sorry, it didn't work. $55,000, another okay. invoice for a new Jeep. Mm. <laughs> we can put glow sticks on it. That'd what about cool. we... We invoice them for like how much you say them fifty five thousand. Yeah, yeah. We invoice them for forty five thousand nine hundred and eighty, and we sell the tandem bike for twenty dollars because I think that's all it's worth. Actually, it's Todd's. He's shaking his head. He's saying no. <laughs> Guys, if anyone wants to buy a tandem bike, tandem 30, bike 10, 60, for sale. We'll sell it to you twenty bucks. I mean, we don't want it anymore, do we? It was no. a failure. Yeah, no, we don't. I hate that bike. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna set this house on. Look at Lewis on the box. <laughs> Every week, she goes, you're going to sit this house on what? On what? What are you going to do to the house? Set this house on a nice plot of land and start a family? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's, uh, but guys, uh, we are revisiting. We're at the Logies now. Well, not the real Logies. We're at the Logies gift bag Logies where we're voting yes. on the worst item that's in the gift bag that you get given at the but Logies. before they do that, we must give the award for the uh, song that ends too early award. <laughs> I forget what that song's called. Guys, if you if you got Shazam What's it called, Mike, that song? It's, called, it's called Fire by Peking Duck. Right. Guys, yeah. that song ends too early, Peking Duck. Just add a couple seconds on the end, yeah. and then it won't surprise us every single time <laughs> it plays on our I show. I mean, we've met the boys in Peking Duck, and we love those guys, but it's more just like, guys, it's like they just like, when they, they were like, oh, stuff. we're done. And I mean, we've all done that at work. We've just left early. Come to but... think of it, when we did meet Peking Duck, I don't think one of them said goodbye to me. Yeah, so, so they finished that, that was a premature early. end of the convo. And uh, it's carried through to their songs. Yes. Uh, we're talking about public transport sins because, Luke, you saw a video that blew up online. Yeah, a story's come out of the uh, US of a man on a train calling the police on another man on the train. For assaulting a passenger or? Eating a burrito. <laughs> So just eating a burrito. There was a guy sitting down having a bite to eat. Was he like aggressively eating a burrito? No, he wasn't throwing the burrito at other people. He wasn't being violent with the burrito. He wasn't being any type of vulgar behaviour towards the burrito. Just having a munch. Yeah. And the police were called at him by a gentleman who didn't like the fact that he was disobeying the uh, no food and drink sign. Um, clearly, um, you would think, judging by other news I've read, that the American police force would have bigger things in their plate right now, yeah. but clearly, uh, burrito-related train crimes are on the top of their priority list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and it got me thinking of public transport sins. Um, I actually have one that I would want to call the police on. I mm-hmm. thought, well, if we're blowing the horn on people doing that level of, uh, stuff, then I, I want to have my two cents. I witnessed a man a few months ago cutting his toenails next to me on the train, and one of the toenails landed on my foot. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You've told, me that you've told me this story before, and first off, horrendously gross that yes. he's cutting his toenails. But I think I just realised that for him to do that, he would have had to take off his shoes and his socks. Nah, he's sneaky. It was summer. He was wearing thongs. No. <laughs> he was wearing thongs. So he just had nail clippers in the pocket, chucked one foot up on the seat opposite, and started clipping away. Wait, were you sitting opposite to him? Diagonally. So he I moved. Put... So that's Mate, gross. it landed on my foot, and I got <laughs> up and left. And I, I made sure he watched me fl- like kick it off. I flicked it off my foot. I tried to flick the toenail back at him, but like in a subtle way of like, 
Yeah, take your toenail, mate. <laughs> you just subtly flicked it back. Yeah, at him. but I didn't call the cops. I didn't. You think should you have could. freaked out, man. I mean, the guy who uh, who called the cops about the burrito oh, was way oh, angry. We actually have audio of the guy <laughs> calling the cops. Yes, please. Can you get a policeman on board here? We got somebody dining in the first car. He's dining, dining, eating on the train, eating on the train. I mean, you should have you should have followed. You should be like him. Like, excuse me, we got a guy nail clipping on the seat, clipping on the train. Yeah, I mean, the, the cops would have shown up with a SWAT team for that, <laughs> but a burrito, not so much. But it got us thinking, guys. What's the worst thing that you've seen on public transport? What are your public transport sins? Give us a call on thirteen ten sixty. Can you top a burrito, or can you even get close to toenails? I mean, there was something that came up in the planning meeting before the show: the hail mary of public transport sins. If you've got a train poo story, <laughs> we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Look, we've got a few calls lined up here. We don't know what people are going to say, but I'm I'm strapping in for some shockers. Yes, we- this is in light of a recent story that's come out of the US, where a man. Called called a police on another guy eating a burrito on a train. Not a big sin, but clearly enough for the police to be called. Mm. I've had a toenail clipping incident. Not me. Uh, a stranger next to me was you know, clipping their I've toenails. I've thinking about that toenail clipping thing. Yeah. I've seen like a few people vomit on the train, and yeah. I still think that toenail clipping is way worse. Yeah, because vomiting not always deliberate. You deliberately make that choice in the morning of going, oh, I've got my nail clippers, my morning. mic. In the morning? Yeah. That's My Mikey, yeah, it was on the way to clearly to his job. I mean, at least people are spewing on Friday night. You don't expect anything there, but no. toenail clippings on Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. Nah, not on. Nick, uh, what's the worst public... Oh, sorry, what's your public transport sin? <laughs> so I was on the bus at uh, Chudson Shopping Centre once. Yep. Um, at the back of the bus, very full, and this hmm. lady decided that it would be a good idea and a good time to uh, take her shoes and socks off lay them on the seat right next to her, which has also happened to be the seat next to me, mm-hmm. uh, and start moisturizing the seat. Ooh, <laughs> moisturizing. No, that's no good. Did she just buy the moisturizer from Chatty? Was she trying to try it out? <laughs> I imagine she would have been. <sighs> the worst part about that is if she felt the need to moisturize on the bus, imagine the dryness of those feet. <laughs> Ooh, I, I mean, she couldn't even wait till she got home. It was an emergency moisten. Thanks for calling, Nick. Uh, Eli, welcome to the show. That is a sin. How you doing, boys? What's your transport sin? Oh, um, mate, I wish my guy was eating a burrito. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, what do you got? So I'm heading down to the city on the morning train, and uh, this guy comes on. We're wearing trackies. Uh, looks like he's got no business going to the city this early. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever. He sits down. And then... For no, like, out of no reason, like, something just hit him. He start, he lifts up his shirt and starts digging the lint out of his belly button. Oh, <laughs> no. And he didn't just, like, you know, flick it out. Like, he started digging in there like it was a mission. Yeah. And then <laughs> and did then, he eat it? Oh, man, no. Nah, he, he just uh, flicked it on the floor. But, like, the best memory I have about this is the lady sitting next to me and her shock of disgust. So, the look of this guy, she's like... She couldn't believe this was happening right now. I was like, what am I seeing right now? Right. And did he so find anything good now, in there? Was it just cotton? Oh, man, I didn't inspect it too much, man. I changed uh-huh. seats after that. Jesus uh, next Christ. time you got to get up close, yeah, man. Magnifying this, glass, yeah, man. This is a bit of a big boy as well. So, like, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he had some room to dig around. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling me. He's mining down there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Jesse, welcome to the show. What's the worst thing you've seen on public transport? Uh, I was going to work in the city. I got on the train at Baronia on a Wednesday morning. Mm. And this guy was on the train, a little worse for wear, and um, a couple of stops in, he uh, gets up and mumbles something, walks in between the carriages and starts taking a leak. <laughs> oh, 
what, what, at least at least it was in between the carriages. But there'd be, it, I mean, you're going so fast, like, there'd be a lot of splashback, like wouldn't there? That he did that out of respect for the other commuters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you should. I mean, of of all the places to wee uh, on the train, I mean, if you can't find a but toilet, now that's be- the place. In between the trains, they're not really connected like it used to be. Like they're connected by rubber, so you can't really like. I mean, that guy would be off the train. You're still weeing in the middle section of the train. <laughs> that guy would be devastated. Maybe they should connect uh, train carriages with toilets now, just for yeah. him. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Jesse. Appreciate it, man. I mean, we got one away from the Hail Mary there, which is obviously a train poo. We got a number um, one. Didn't get a number two. But hey, I mean, actually, I just realized the Hail Mary is definitely a number three. <laughs> We had a bit of discussion during the song. I made a joke. We're talking about uh, someone doing a number two on a train. Mm. And I said the only thing worse than that would be doing a number three. Um, And throughout the song, people went, wait, what did you mean by that? And I was like, oh, number three refers to, obviously, a runny runny poo. Yeah, poo on the run. But I had... But everyone, we did a bit of a vote here in the studio, and not not many other people were familiar with that term. So just clearing that up for anyone in cars... uh, well, generally, sayings come about because they happen often. So how many number threes have been happening in your vicinity, man, <laughs> that you've just invented a term that only you know? A couple of number threes going on around Lou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you going to say to that? <laughs> yeah. um, so up next, guys, we're going to be playing the age game. So stay tuned for that. Wait, wait. Well, are we going to get people to call? Oh, yeah, give us a call if you want. Call producer James. He's like, well, you've said it now. So, 131060, if you're familiar with the show, uh, if you're not, sorry, we play a, a game where we try and guess your age. So, if you uh, know your age, give us a call on 131060. <laughs> we want to guess it. Uh, that's it. It's we're Luke already Lewis. getting calls. Great. Luke Lewis on the Fox. Guys, we're doing this. She might be 10. She might be 20. He might be 1. But probably not. We'll guess your age. We'll guess your age. 13, 10, 60, the age game. That's right, guys. We're playing the age game, formerly known as the name game, which turned out to be too easy because we guessed two in a row, where we are going to guess the age of one of our callers by asking them three questions, none of them being, how old are you? Yes, and obviously, uh, for the one caller, we have got up um, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Please do not say your age. Okay, I will not. Great. Otherwise, that would ruin the game. <laughs> Can I just say, Kelly, you're a little bit awkward about that. I mean, surely it's pretty easy to just not say your name at the start of a convo. I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> yeah, just, hi, I'm whatever your age is. But... Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm really nervous then. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say it. Well done. I see you've been practicing. Now, Kelly, we're going to ask you three questions to determine what age you are. I'm feeling okay. pretty confident. Uh, Lewis, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling... I'm feeling pretty average about this. This isn't my first question. This is just in conversation, okay? Because I ruined you, this last week. Is this week. why you're feeling confident because you're about to cheat, No, no, Luke? no. Kelly, how confident are you that we'll guess your age? I'll... Not very. Hmm. Mm. She thinks she has a tricky age. Well, right. yeah, playing with the masters. We could be speaking to the world's youngest or oldest person. I mean, there's no way we'd get that. Right, could be. I think she sounds over zero. (laughs) (laughs) Can speak, so Uh, I think she's at least five. You go first. All right. Uh, Kelly, uh, have you ever started a YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. Mm. Right. Now, see, with that, there's, there was always the weird kid in high school who started a you YouTube was, channel. That was, I was that weird kid. You were um, trying to weed out 
like oh. if it was a younger person or not then, weren't you? Yeah, I was trying... Well, I'm just trying to trick you, yeah? I'm just trying to make you think. No, well, you've got to be honest. You have to be ha- honest. So, have you started a YouTube channel before? I have, yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. But did I start it for myself or did I start it for someone else? Could be a mum starting a YouTube channel. I see. I see. Um, Kelly, what's your preferred Disney film out of Toy Story or Frozen? Oh, Frozen. Oh, so the newer one. I I think, I think, I think, I I detect a mum. I detect a mum. Mum detected. (laughs) Mum alert. All right. She started a YouTube channel. Get the Rav 4. We have a mum on the line. I have, like, I have pity and sorrow in my life, right? Right. despair. Okay. Who wants to go? We've got one more question. Well, I've got one. Do you have one? I have one. My one's more of a math-related question. It's more like a about the number of our age, not necessarily about... I feel like we haven't weaseled down enough about our actual personality yet. So do you want to... I've got a personality-driven one. All right. Oh, and then if, I guess if it's your... Right. If you're wrong, then we blame you. Great. You, you serve. Okay. <laughs> Kelly... Yes. Do you, or have you ever heard of, a number three? <laughs> yes, but I thought it was number three, two and week. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what it... Oh, okay. Well, that's what... Like, as in, you know, said... both, but it's not at the same time, not a... Yeah. Okay, you're welcome, Luke. Did that help you at all? Would... I was going to ask, don't answer it, but I was going to ask, uh, is the number of, like, is your age divisible by seven? Well, that probably would have narrowed it down that a probably, little bit more. That's probably a better um, question. No, it just knows that uh, Kelly knows too much about diarrheas. <laughs> All right, it's time to guess. Uh, well, Luke, I, I blew the last question. Do you want to guess the number? <sighs> what are you feeling? I'm I, feeling... I, th- I, th- I think... Here's mom... the thing. We're, we're in an awkward part where I don't want to offend anyone because, <laughs> look, we've already called Kelly a mum. If yeah. she isn't a have, have, Did Kelly confirm that she was a mum? No, okay. but she mentioned a young no. person and she likes Frozen okay. and I think it could be, you know, she's <sighs> been forced to like Frozen because she could have watched it a million times. I'm going to lowball here out yeah. of risk of... I'm feeling... No, don't be nice. Don't be nice. Be okay. 82. No, 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 no. Oh, no. no. 40. I'm thinking... Yeah. 47. All right. Let's lock it in. 47. Are you 47? Do I have to answer that or are you both going to guess? Yeah, that, that's... Yeah, go yeah. for it. Oh, that's for both of you. Oh, well, you have offended me now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. How, <laughs> How old, old are you? <laughs> no, okay. Copy your thought of him. Thought of him in the ballpark. 40. 40. 40. Oh. We were not really in the ballpark, No. Uh, are you a mum, though? Yeah, three kids. A young mum. Oh, a young mum. <sighs> See? Well, our mum detectives... Of course you're a young mum, because you've got you've made your kids a YouTube channel, you love Frozen. <laughs> uh, sorry, the signs are all along. We just misread that. Yeah. Good on you, Luke. I was <laughs> I was, I was, was going to say 35, Kelly, yeah, just judging by your personality. Yeah, and a 47-year-old would know enough <laughs> oh, about I'm going to cry now. <laughs> sorry, Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. Thanks for calling, though. Uh, I think that has less to do with you and more to do with uh, my terrible third question. We've got a very important issue to discuss here, and uh, court is now in session. We're talking about... uh, Welcome to the Uber Appeals Court. Yes. Uh, Producer James outside has brought in an issue today uh, with his dad. Uh, Producer James, you're you're out there. Um, Your dad was a bit disgruntled with a recent Uber trip that he had. Yeah, uh, last night he called an uh, all-hands meeting for the entire family uh, because he's uh, just lost his five-star rating after about six months. Six months for a five-star rating is pretty good. Was his main, uh, like, I guess was his main gripe that he thought he had a five-star performance out there? Yeah, like, after every Uber ride, he'll run in and 
and he'll be like, what's your Uber rating? And I'm like, hi, Dad, I'm a 4.77. And he'll be like, son, you're a disappointment to me. Yeah. Forever and always get that up to a five. Yeah, um, so he's, he's trying to work out like what caused the, the, the loss of the five. Yeah, well, I, I actually had a similar one. Uh, my girlfriend, Emily, prides herself on a flawless Uber rating until two weeks ago. We were up in Sydney, mm. and it got bumped down to a 4.92. And I mean, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's still, still above really mine, good. But uh, she had it for about six to 12 months, five stars, and she blames my friend Joseph and I for uh, a bit uh, for stirring up a guy called Keith. He was a very nice man. I personally thought it was a very pleasant trip. And what, I, what state was this in? Uh, Sydney. Yeah, geez, you'd only get an Uber driver called Keith in Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had cargo pants on. Uh, a to B. He was just he got our bags. Yeah. We were quite pleasant to him back. There was a little bit of banter thrown around. Uh, we mentioned the fact that we were comedians, and yeah. he was into comedy himself. And uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, do you guys know Carl Barron?" And I was like, "No, oh, I know of him, but don't know him personally." And yeah. I thought that. That's five star material. I mean, really, the the standard's quite low for Uber. Uh, well, would you say it's not hard to get a five star rating? You just uh, got to be silent. I would go, say no water. I would I'm say for, for me, very hard to get five stars. I'm sitting in a four point five right now. Yeah, but you're incredibly unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Fair yeah. point. I'd say that's deserved. I but... would say, like, Pete, you're misunderstood. You know what? Here's here's what we're talking about, guys. I would say that my 4.5 rating is deserved, and I don't want to issue an appeal in this courtroom, but your girlfriend, Emily, she might want to appeal it. And we thought we'd throw it out to you guys. If you have uh, a, a rating in Uber, if you think you got a bad rating, yeah. and you'd like to appeal it, give us a call on 131060, yeah. and we'll judge whether or not that low rating was deserved. Do you think you were hardly done by in a recent Uber trip? Do you think you deserve that 5? styles did you get a one tell us we'll talk about it we'll assess it and then um do we contact uber after this um i'm pretty sure that after the phone segment we'll probably just leave it there yep so regardless more of a sentimental if you, uh, appeal if you want to know that you are in the right and not in the wrong 13 10 60 to be part of the uber appeals court give us a call luke and lewis on the fox welcome to the court of uber appeals court <laughs> Court is now in session. Mike, a little bit early with a gavel. Let's Sorry. try that again. Court is now in session. Yes. Thank you very much, Hate mate. it when a judge gets a bit of a premature gaveling. It's like, mate, the court is not in session. Oh, now it is. Great. Yeah. Come on, mate. All right. So what we're talking about, guys, is uh, we're trying to uh, talk to people who have bad Uber ratings but feel like those ratings are undeserved. Yes. Recently, uh, producer James's dad was hit with a, he thought was a harsh Uber rating. My girlfriend, Emily, had a previously flawless five-star Uber rating, was recently bumped down to a 4.92. She blames me. I dispute it. That's we, why we need a court uh, yeah. room. Jasmine, welcome to the Uber Appeal. What are we calling this? The Uber Appeals Court. <laughs> that Thanks one. for paying attention, mate, to the show that you're on. Welcome yeah. to court. Court is now in session. <laughs> Hi, boys. Hello. How are you going? Why, why, why do you think you've been given a low rating? Oh, okay. So I've had a five-star... <laughs> Sorry, Jasmine. Mike's getting a bit too gavel-happy over there. Can we all agree? Can we have the gavel court in session, please? Sorry, we'll just quickly go. Please gavel again. You are hereby dismissed from gaveling. That is okay. all. Okay, Sorry, Jasmine. Go ahead. All right, Jasmine, sorry about that. Court is now back in session. <laughs> Jasmine, what's your... <laughs> sorry, sorry. What's your Uber complaint? All righty. So I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Good. Thank you. I have Can you put your hand on your iPhone and do that? Oh, I, I've already done that. Great. Brilliant. 
Okay. One day we'll, we'll get you to tell your story, Jasmine. <laughs> Might not be today, but we'll probably get there at some no, point. Go tell it. Go. <laughs> okay. I've had a five-star rating since Uber came out, and I have always used it, always had a great star, even if it meant bribing them or begging them, please yeah. give me five stars. Anyway, about a month ago, I jump in the car with a few rowdy friends, and of course, I'm the one who ordered the Uber. Yeah. Uh, because I'm nice like that. That's good. And unfortunately, I wasn't sitting in the front seat, so I couldn't control the conversation with the Uber driver. Oh, so you're friend, like, your technique is good convo. Yeah, 100%. Right. 100%. That's the way to do it. And were your friends delivering bad chat? Bad banter. How bad was the banter? As in not even asking how the weather was, how's your night been, stuff like that? Was there any no. discussions of gavels or? <laughs> no gavels. No gavels in the conversation. We'll see, if there was, that'd be great chat. Yeah, it was just rowdy chat. Okay. And you think you were given a low rating? I was, I was up in the back seat and he gave me a three out of five stars. And to many people, that's pretty that's good. That's brutal. That is No, nah, that's horrible. brutal. That's basically Not for you, Jasmine. Not for you, Jasmine. Well, you know what? You are, you're, in the, you're in the Uber Appeals Court. I'm going to approve this appeal. I think that that's, those stars should be transferred to your friend. I hundred put. Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, you didn't even think of that, did you? Now, in the Uber Appeals Court, we actually transfer blame to other That's people in I the car. Yeah. yeah. So That's those stars are not literally transferred, but you know you mm-hmm. can just pretend that they are. But so we, it won't actually appeal your rating, but you know you can just you can just pretend that it is. You can walk yeah, a little bit higher. I love that. That's All right, what brilliant. I need in my life. Jasmine, thank you so much for getting through that story. We're very sorry for the gaveling at the start. Hayden, very quickly, what? Because we've run out of time. <laughs> What? Well, welcome to the show. Court is now in session. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No worries, mate. Why do you think you've been given a bad rating? Well, I was out in the city. I was down to a few weeks ago as a normal thing. And on the trip home, started to feel too good. Yep. Thought I'd ask the guy politely, excuse me, if you mind if you pull over and put a, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. And, uh, and after that, I, I went from living a five-star rating to a 4.29. So, hang on, Hayden. You spewed in the guy's car, and, and you want to... Not in the guy's car. I got out of his... I asked him to pull over, got out of his car. Well, how polite of you. Over so, to a tree. Hayden, I'm going I'm to stop you there. What rating uh, did you get from the tree? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not very high. I'm, I'm going to, uh, as I am uh, the judge of this Uber Appeals Court today, I'm going to decline your appeal. Well deserved. Probably should have been given a one. But... As if you're still getting picked up at 4.29. <laughs> I know, that's, that's even a... lower than me, and I've got an awful that's rating. That's bad. Sorry, sorry, Hayden, but you're welcome, Jasmine. That was the Uber Appeals Court. That Court was... is now out of session. <laughs> Look at Lewis on the phone. That's the end of the show, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, We're going to be back uh, tomorrow, actually, from 10 p.m. until midnight, and then uh, continuing onwards, minus Fridays. Great. That's uh, the most confusing way I could have explained that. You did. We're just on till Monday to Thursday. And have you missed any of the show? Catch up on the Luke and Lewis podcast and uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. So, guys, we're going to be seeing you. We'll talk to you on uh, Monday. And uh, that's the end of the show. We won't be seeing them. It's an audio medium. That's true. But you'll be hearing us. Oh, okay. You guys will hear us if you're driving around on Monday from 10 p.m. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. (laughs) Luke and Lewis on 101.9 The Fox.